It goes by Emma Down Under on Twitter. And if you don't know what Down Under stands for, it is Australia. Yes, that country way down there. Well, she caught my eye during the start of the COVID-19 pandemic during all the madness and the disinfo and the lockdowns and the arrests while all of that is still going on, especially in Australia, and we'll get all into it. Emma Down Under, welcome to the show. Hello, hello everybody, how are you? <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, and thanks for you coming here to discuss it. I know it's it's shocking, but Australians who are speaking out against the lockdown, who are attending protests, they're getting arrested, even pregnant housewives, as we'll show later. So it's a risk. So thank you for being here today. We actually had another pregnant lass arrested uh, last week. This was on the beach. And with that being graphic, um, she's pregnant and there was blood on the sand and I'm just hoping it was just from her foot or something, but the police were really brutal. Oh, yeah, we have actually have that footage. You sent that to me and we'll show that. that. It's, yeah. it's uh, crazy. I, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was just so just, that was just too much. Um, with, there's been a problem in regards to the, the current premier, Daniel Andrews, because Victoria is the worst. Queensland isn't far behind us in terms of it's, it's, you know, it's coming down on people, but Victoria is by far the worst. Our Premier is far left. He's from the far left faction of the far left. Um, and he's used the the Public Health and Safety Act. He's used uh, the, he's declared a state of emergency and a state of disaster on top of all that, which then gives him huge powers, but that wasn't enough. So he rolled out something called an omnibus bill which basically takes all those acts into into account and it also takes sections of the anti-terror law acts that we have in place. Those anti-terror laws, including data retention, the breaking of encryption laws, the uh, the ability for police, even local police, to root your devices without a warrant as such, um, have all come into play now. Those those acts were rolled, started rolling out in 2017 and 2018 by the Australian Federal Government under the leadership of Malcolm Turnbull. Um, and they were initially only meant as anti-terror laws, but since that time, over 150 pieces of legislation have been rolled out across the country in the name of anti-terror, and they've been used for totally different things. They weren't, you know, terror-related, but they're being applied. And now what's happened in Victoria is we've got the Omnibus Bill, we've got the Health and Safety Act, we've got the De Declaration of State and uh, State Emergency, State of Disaster, and the um, uh, oh, the there was an update to the Military Call-In Act as well. Um, and these have all come into play and they're basically using them as a blanket way of controlling people. We cannot go uh, further than five kilometres away from our home. I have two elderly parents and I currently look after another elderly neighbour and another elderly friend. For, we, can't, we can't travel very far. Getting groceries is a problem uh, because non-essential industries have been shut down. Uh, small grocery stores have shut down, so we are now stuck with major change you can only shop at the major chains and That's they right. charge whatever they like so we're, we're being completely destroyed emotionally mentally and financially it's, now, it's, how long it's has incredible. this lockdown been in effect i think it's uh, seven months now but it seems like it's more hardcore recently than at the start right yeah 
Yes, because we're in stage four lockdowns now. So the there is some talk of Daniel Andrews uh, easing some of it. However, the, he, he did say uh, the other day that his main goal is to get a COVID normal. I, I have no idea what that, that mythological COVID, COVID normal might be, but he said he wants to find that COVID normal and lock it down until there's a vaccine. So I'm not hopeful there will be any or many easings of restrictions since he wants to lock it down. He He's determined we're going to be locked down until there, there's a vaccine. Now, how many people are willing to take a vaccine that's only new? I'm not. I don't take any of no. them, so no. <laughs> especially not going to take this one, yeah. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I won't be taking a vaccine that's been newly developed. Yeah. Um, and and even so, even then, if, if, they generally take decades to, her, to, to sort of, you know, to come up with. So I don't know what's going to happen in Victoria. It, it is now tens of thousands have lost their jobs. Um, we can't see elderly parents in nursing homes. We can't see sick people in hospitals. You can't even visit family. We can now have, I think, two or three people gathered, but only outside. Um, and, and that's put a lot of strain on a lot of people, especially semi-rural areas and rural areas where, you know, if you can't go further than five kilometres from your home, you essentially can't do any shopping because they don't have supermarkets across the road. Yeah, I think you had um, you had sent me <laughs> some of the policies that they have kind of lifted, some of the rules. And starting October 19th, you can have public gatherings increasing to 10 people together outdoors. And uh, something called the household bubble that's going to be introduced. So five people from one house can visit another house. Oh, gee, such freedom. Uh, remote learning is going to continue. Adult education remotely. Uh, working from home is especially encouraged. And up to 10 people can eat together at restaurants and cafes. I mean, wow, such freedom. And uh, real estate agents, they can do some private inspections only. And I guess there was a one person per household limit on shopping, and that's going to finally be revoked. So now people are thinking, oh, my gosh, the freedom. Now I can just I could go outside whenever I want and uh, maybe maybe but not wear a mask. If, I mean, they're arresting people, they as we'll show. But if they keep the five-kilometre limit, it won't make much difference. Now, what is this five-kilometre limit? I didn't even hear about you, that. You cannot, tra you cannot travel further than five kilometres from your home. Still, still in October. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, it is in place until the 8th of November, by which time we'll be, we would have been in lockdown for eight months. And how did they just they just come up with this date? Just they know that November yes. 8th, it's going to be fine, yeah. right? Yes, yes. Yes, uh, just like he came up with this COVID normal, we, I, I looked everywhere to find out what this COVID normal might mean, whether the WHO had released anything about it or or did, did they just Google it? <laughs> um, and I cannot find anything on what a COVID normal might be. So his dates being guessed here, it, it's just totally, totally just... Uh, Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's ridiculous. Let's let's roll out some footage of because people don't know how bad it is in Australia right now. I mean, it's bad in America and uh, northern and western Europe as far as you know lockdowns and, and arrests and stuff. But Australia has been especially hardcore arresting people just doing normal stuff. You know, 
while at the same time there's certain people that are screaming about police brutality and Black Lives Matter and all this, but they're not getting arrested, right? It's it's pregnant. My women. own side. My so, own side. I want to start. With, 10, 000, yeah, go on. Go on. There were ten thousand Black Lives Matter uh, people marching through Victoria, the CPD, at a time of lockdown. We were in stage three. Uh, in that span, in that week, there were a couple of thousand uh, Extinction Rebellion people who marched through, mm. and then the following weekend, refugee activists marched through. <laughs> the worst thing that happened was some BLM organisers were fined. Now, as a result of uh, them losing track of quarantine in hotel, plus those marches, uh, it, it completely. We were known as the Wander Down Under until this happened. Yeah, you know, I, I just want to say 10 years ago, I was living in Australia for a short time. And I was surprised back then what a big brother country it was. And as far as like surveillance and government control and stuff, I always thought of Australia, these wild people living out in the bush and all this stuff, you know. But now fast forward 10 years later, I'd say the police state is pretty hardcore, right? I mean, have you seen a change drastically in the last decade? Even two? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Since Malcolm Turnbull was Prime Minister, which goes back to 2015 or so, uh, in the last five years, even as the Victorian government clamps down on us, the federal government is pushing for more powers for the military. And what are they afraid the, of? I mean, it's Australia. Like, what, what happens? Well, ASIO today said that though, you know, Wahhabi or Shia Muslims or terrorism is the biggest threat, um, the another threat is coming from the ex, right with the extreme right. Of and they, course, they, yeah. They described it as people who challenge globalism yeah. and multiculturalism, people who uh, don't approve of globalism and who say multiculturalism has failed are now apparently uh, extreme right, right wing and ASIO, which is our, our, our security, uh, consider them a threat. Yep, exactly. I mean, it's happening all over the West. They're saying that in America now, too, all this, this bogus white supremacist, the biggest terrorist threat, you know, and of course, everyone who exactly challenges this globalist system as a white supremacist. And obviously, these lockdowns and all this COVID-19 propaganda goes hand in hand with all of this, because let's take a look at how they're treating people in Australia. The first clip I wanted to show is Australian police are arresting a pregnant woman. They took her cell phone after she encouraged others on Facebook. It's always Facebook. They're always coming to people's house over Facebook. Just get off of there. She was encouraging people to attend an anti-lockdown protest and she's pregnant. So let's take a look. Guys are doing this. Um, yeah, you can show yeah, me your cool. search warrant before you go yeah. through my so house. Yeah, it is. Search warrant. Search warrant for what? Now, what I will explain to you is, is if you want to listen, you got your phone going. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Right. Now you're under arrest in relation to incitement. Incitement. Yeah. Now you're not obliged to say do anything, but anything you say do may be given evidence. Excuse me, incitement for what? What the? What on earth? Excuse me, what? What on earth? Yeah, just put your phone down. Can you like record this? I'm in my pajamas. What's I this? Ultrasound in an hour yeah, pregnant. she's pregnant, so. Well, I'll take it easy. What's this about? I have an ultrasound in an hour. Let me finish and I'll explain. It's in relation to a Facebook post, in relation to a lockdown protest you put on. 
Yeah, and I wasn't breaking any laws by doing you that. You are actually. You are breaking law. That's why I'm arrested. <laughs> How can you children, arrest her? That's in front of my two children. Can't you just say to her, take the post down? Like, come I'm, on. I'm happy to delete the post. This yeah. is ridiculous. Right. Yeah. But I have to give you these caution and rights. Do you understand? Yeah, that's you're fine. Not, like, I'm happy to delete to the post. This, this is ridiculous. You like, can I, this say is in front of my, that's Maybe fine. getting the evidence. You understand that? Yeah, that's fine. But my two kids are here. I have an ultrasound in an hour. Like, I'm happy to delete the post. You're also have the right to communicate with or to communicate with a legal practitioner. Do you understand those rights? Pathetic, this guy. Yeah, this is a bit unfair. Come on, mate. Arresting this What about woman, she just doesn't like... do the event? Like, it's not like she's done it. Well, she made a post. Already committed the offence. So I'm not going to. So that's Pre an offence. Free crime. And you know, um, they kept her overnight. They kept her in the lockup overnight. Jeez. And, and fine. Can I just get your badge there, mate? It's all there. Even. No protest went ahead. Um, nothing happened, right? Yeah, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. There was no protest. She deleted the Facebook post. Um, they kept her in overnight and fined her, I think, 1600 We've got a, um, a, a lobby going at the moment to help Australians fight these fines because there was that family that I said you did a video about, $10,000 for yeah. the for travelling outside of the 5K radius. But it's the, I don't even live in uh, in semi-rural and I I am having trouble with the 5K limit because there are certain dietary needs my parents have because of their health. Exactly. And so so people have to, you know? what you're saying is people have to go beyond that 5K if they live yeah. in the rural area to come and get supplies or medicine or whatever, right? Yeah. And so they violate that by going into town to get some, buy some stuff they need. Food. They were getting medication and food, I built. And, uh, but I'm the same and I'm not even rural. So it's becoming really unmanageable. The, uh, I, I don't know what, other than this vaccine, he seems to, the only plan Daniel Andrews seems to have for Victoria is a vaccine. Until same thing time, here. Same thing we're here. We're going to lock down and locked in. This magical vaccine that just, and by the way, they've been doing tests here on humans and it's been catastrophic. Like they're trying to keep it out of the news, but uh, it, it leaks out. I mean, awful effects on people who are trying, you know, or the guinea pig for this, basically. Here's another one where police choke and arrest a woman for not wearing a mask. A lot of women have been attacked down there, I noticed. Yes, she. She actually had an, a legit medical exemption. And that's right, she did. I mean, how is this not police brutality? I mean, let go of his vest. He was investigated and he was, uh, he was deemed not to have been at the cold. Nothing happened to him. Fuck you, bitch! Get the fuck off me! What are you doing? Kicking another female cop. Fucking choking me, dude! What the fuck? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. What are you doing to me? What have I done? What have I done? What have I done wrong? You just keep no. Yeah, but you're choking. You're choking her. As a man on a guy, as a man on a girl, as a man on a girl, and you choked her. For what? For a mask? For not? For not having a mask? Look how pathetic you are. She doesn't have a mask. Are you serious? Are you serious? Just for not having a mask? For no mask? Are you fucking serious? You're fucking pathetic. You are pathetic. You're fuck. Get off her. Get off her, cunt. Get off her. Get off her. Get off her. No. No. Get off her, bro. No. No. 
I'm not going to. She's 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 got an excuse for not wearing a mask, mate. She went to the she went to the doctor yesterday. Look look what you're causing! Look what you're causing! Look what you're causing! Look what you're causing! Go fuck yourself! For what a mask! Go fuck yourself! Go fuck yourself! Go fuck yourself! Go fuck yourself! Anyway, it goes on a while. I mean, it's really hard to watch. It's really hard to watch. I just can't. What goes through this guy's mind? He's just sitting on her, like ready to force this mask on her face, like he's doing doing Australia a favor. He's saving Australia by squashing this woman who had a medical exemption. It's well, it's not just the police now. With the uh, the state of emergency and disaster and all these new acts put in, even security guards. At one point, the government was going to give all. Any public servant, it, it decided, needed it. The authority to arrest Australians or Victorians, if they suspected they might break any of our COVID restrictions. or So it, was, it wasn't even that they had. It was any public servant could have not been nominated to arrest us if they suspected we may be, you know, thinking of breaching. Oh, my God. We fled. My my family fled this. We we fled this. Yeah, <laughs> and it's this is like this what you're saying is. By the way, for people don't know who don't know, we'll get into your story. You're actually Hungarian, and you've been in Australia for a while, and your family fled communists, and this is basically communism 2.0 coming in yeah, through the 40, guise of public 40, safety. Forty six years later. Yeah, here you are in Australia. And, and isn't it something how this is not police brutality? Nope, not now. All these people that are talking about defund no. the police and all that. They love the police getting on top of them choking these uh, Karens, you know, when they're not putting on their mask. Ugh. Yes, I've seen, I've seen some of the really, the really vile comments on social media with videos like this. Um, I, I'm pro-police and I'm pro, you know, obeying the law. Uh, however, I don't. This kind of now, this is like it, New World Order police. You know, we like we like the friendly neighborhood police. This is like some, something we've else. Now got we've now got private security guards uh, demanding people show their ID on public property. Yeah, and we're going to show that footage. Let's do another one. Another woman arrested for not wearing a mask. She's protesting the lockdown. Her child was taken. Ugh. And arrested for not giving police her name. They're ripped apart, her son kicking and screaming, held back by two officers. That lady was approached by police, asked to provide some particulars, so a very simple process could then take place. Uh, and for whatever reason, she chose to become quite hysterical. <laughs> for whatever reason. They've left me in the back of the paddy wagon at the police station. They've taken my son inside. I don't know what else to say. This system is absolutely Dozens of protesters rolled the dice again today. Exercising our rights, people. Anyway, yeah, they go on and they talk and they're, what, what is wrong with these hysterical people? I just don't understand. She was out, uh, we didn't see the, the full clip there in this news clip, but she was out just protesting with a sign and yes. not wearing a mask alone with her child on this, basically this empty street. And then these cops yes. come and just take her away and take her child and put her in the back of this police car. Yeah, this was in New South Wales. So clearly it's, it's going on in New South. I haven't seen this one. It's concerning. 
Um, I hope it's not spreading to New South Wales as well. It's concerning. Um, Queensland are, are quite sort of dogmatic, but they haven't been, I'm not aware of them sort of overreacting like Victoria Police, but I've not seen the Sydney one. And it, I hope it's not going to actually start there as well. I saw that uh, France introduced uh, curfews and lockdowns uh, as of yesterday. And I can, I'm, I'm afraid that the, the Victorian legislation, the Victorian approach is going to somehow be used as some sort of a template across the globe because it is very left. It is very, yeah. you know, and it to totally, I believe, it totally falls in line with the globalist ideology of total control. Um, and I would hate to think that I live in the state that started it all. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a shame, you know. Uh, I want to blow through more of these and then we'll have more discussions. But here's another one. It was a father arrested at a lockdown protest. Again, his child was taken away. <laughs> Jeez. They just ripped the kid away from the parents. They don't care. Starting on kids again. Fathers with kids. Yeah, I am back. For his own protection, I'm taking a video. For his own, I don't know the gentleman, but for his own protection, he's got kids there. So I think for his own protection, I need to take a video as a citizen. A lot of women cops down there, huh? Yes. Victoria is the left state of Australia, so there's a lot of uh, women in, in, in positions, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am going to move on. Now. It's, it's one of the comments people always say, like, all of a sudden they have this huge police force. If only that they can treat uh, these illegals and these so-called migrants and refugees that come into the West and just cause total may mayhem. If they only treated gang rapists <laughs> like the way that they're treating these people peacefully protesting, you know? Well, we have a huge problem with African gangs in Victoria. Yes, you do. So do they treat them like this? I've never, no. I haven't seen any footage of that. Absolutely not. No, nope. still be. By the way, they've been still been running right like nothing is happening. Nope, they're taking pulling this kid yeah. away from the dad here, and the baby's like crying. What's happening? You know? Ugh, it's so annoying. So annoying. Here's another one. James Bartolo. He was also incitement charges. One of the excuses I would see, see when they're doing these reports is well conspiracy theorists you know we came to arrest them because we're doing uh we're we're, pro we're protecting you from these dangerous conspiracy theorists all the time well we've we can't, we've gone from being conspiracy theorists to right-wing white supremacists because we challenge globalist ideals and, and yeah. multiculturalism yeah. exactly so it's, it's going more it's, they're becoming we're not the ones becoming extreme they are yeah oh yeah exactly yeah. we're totally yeah. normal they're the extremists exactly good point let's see the clip my father and, and was called an extreme Oh, for My being father, for was, being anti-communist. Yes, he was exactly. called. He was arrested as a terrorist and as an extremist. That's but still that's, that's it's a word that came from the left. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Let's watch a clip. Anti-lockdown COVID nineteen conspiracy theorist has had a remarkable change of heart after police stormed his Taylor's Hill home. James Bartolo is now urging his supporters not to attend planned protests across the city tomorrow. Reed Butler has more. 
Using a battering ram, police smashed their way into the home of COVID conspiracy theorist James Bartolo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, okay. All right, stop. I'll, I'll get on stop. Okay. It's just not right. They had a warrant, though. So? So? How was the warrant legal? <laughs> it was issued by the court, right? Yeah, but, how, like, on what grounds? Incitement. The 27-year-old serial pest is accused of encouraging his large social media following to attend planned anti-lockdown protests in the CBD tomorrow. But what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be gathering just around here. So I, I wanted people to not go to the protest. Now, hopefully... Protests won't go ahead. I hope you put that on. The Premier no doubt hoping Bartolo's followers take his advice. It's not safe to protest, it's not smart to <laughs> protest and it's not lawful to protest. It's a trap because Daniel Andrews just wanted to blame the protest to extend the lockdown. Hundreds of officers will swarm the sites where protesters are expected to gather tomorrow for so-called Freedom Day rallies, among them the Steps of Parliament and the Shrine of Remembrance. Bartolo is just the latest person to be arrested and accused of promoting illegal gatherings across the state this weekend. Police need to um, make allowances for the fact that these aren't normal wars and we are seeing abuses of police power. We've seen it in every jurisdiction in Australia. Detectives found five samurai swords inside Bartolo's Ooh. home, so they hit him with another charge, possessing illegal weapons. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Lawful, illegal, immoral, and unethical. What about the samurai swords police say they found? <laughs> what about them? Are they illegal? No, nah, it's all decorative. I have, I've got an Aragon sword, right? So it's, you know, the movie Lord of the Rings? <laughs> the former bodybuilder will front court in May. Oh, man. And it's Reed's just, it's just so, out, it's so out of control, you know? I, I just can't <laughs> even believe it. It's how is this happening? But the thing though that's hardcore about it in Australia, I noticed they go for all these protests and all these Facebook posts. They track people who are posting. They look for people's uh, pictures. They identify them in videos, and they come visit their houses. I've I, there's like a hundred stories I could show you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Victoria, it was such a. It was Melbourne was one most livable city in the world for years. It, you know, it kept winning the award. It has now become an absolute hellhole, and it's happened in seven months. Jeez. We've gone from you know a, a well leftist sort of state, but very free and and relatively safe, to this this bizarre communist-style dictatorship. It, and, and people, my, some of the elderly people around here are so afraid now that they won't leave their homes because they're afraid they'll break some sort of law and they'll be given a $1,500 fine, which they won't be able to pay, and they're terrified of catching COVID. Um, so they've terrified people. They've absolutely terrified people. Um, no. And it's, it's really having a negative <sighs> Speaking of Melbourne, there was uh, uh, hundreds of police. They came to this demonstration that was happening at Melbourne's Queen Victoria Market. You probably heard about that. It was Freedom Walk. They dubbed it, it right? Like paramilitary police, yeah. And and yeah, and these news reports are like oh, freedom, like putting it down, like oh. and they're literally, literally getting arrested. Like, isn't that proving the point that they are right? Like these demonstrators have a point here. So we'll see. Uh, here's some footage from that. We're not here to cause any trouble. We just want Notice our rights. Notice the Trump shirt. And our freedoms. We had it before. Where did they go? Look at this tyranny. The challenge we face is unprecedented. 
We don't. No one is enjoying the reality we face, but none of us have the option of ignoring the reality that we face. We cannot open up now and stay open. It would not be safe. It would not be smart. I'm trying to express my uh, my freedom of speech. I'm trying to tell people that the government we've got now is either incompetent or corrupt. But um, we don't have any other avenue to express this. Yep. Now, these people were just trying to shop, right? They were just trying to eat or not eat, but shop at a food market, like where you buy fruits and veggies and all that and just walk around without social distancing and masks. The Victoria market is quite famous throughout Australia. It's a huge market um, and people do go there. It, tourists go there. Um, it's very normal for people in Melbourne to go to the Victoria market just to eat. It, it was, it's meant to be a market for groceries and fish, also everything you can think of. It's massive. But it's quite normal for people just to go, to, to go there and eat. And they're now getting arrested for it. And they had horses out that day. They actually had horses. There I saw footage chasing people on horses, trying to get them to scatter. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, speaking of eating, though, too, I, I saw that people now, <laughs> like where we are, I've seen that too, uh, they, they, restaurants are trying to tell you that you have to pull down your mask and pull it back up in between feeding yourself. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, <laughs> yeah, what happens if someone's just like shoveling it in? Nope, you're supposed to stop, take a break, put put the mask on, put it on. I mean, it's just getting more and more ridiculous. Anyway, here's even more footage from the this Freedom Walk protests here in Melbourne. It's a little... Thousands of arrests and fines handed out during chaotic anti-lockdown protests in Melbourne. Hundreds of police confronted demonstrators as they stormed the Queen Victoria Market, where what was billed as a Freedom Walk ended for many in handcuffs. Bananas in hand. The chaos went from calm to coconuts quickly. Protesters scattered within the Queen Victoria markets. Posing as customers, holding their produce. As police pounced and stormed their way in, fruit and vegetables were thrown. Activists didn't stop their fight even after their arrest. This is just an illusion of power. When we asked them why they were rallying... This is out of control. I want to be released out of my prison. They're sick of Melbourne's strict lockdown restrictions. Are you from the news? You better put that on the news. <laughs> this is But the choice of location for this freedom rally was unique. I'm trying to do my shopping with my child and this is what I'm confronted with. These customers are still going about their daily business, buying their fruit and veg. It's almost like they're oblivious to the fact that these police behind them are trying to push back the protesters. Even the Lord well, Mayor... Saw, a lot of them were Asians. I guess they're used to that. <laughs> don't mind that. Well, this is it. Um, you know, they're pushing protesters out, but the storekeepers and the other shoppers are allowed to move around. What is the difference? It's... Why? You know, why... Are they, I, it doesn't. It makes zero sense. Because you have to this, obey and get in line with yes. the agenda and do what they yes. say, no matter how this crazy it is. This is not about COVID. This is about conformity. And if you say a, the wrong thing, you will be arrested. It, it's, it, it's I, I, yes, the poor woman. This poor lady yeah. that, that was walking through the park, she was taking her dog for a walk. She wasn't part of the protest. 
So she just happened so, to be there in the park yeah, during yes, the spring. Okay. Yes. All right. And yeah, there's footage in there. We can play that. And so she got arrested. That's crazy. Let's let's see this. How many police too? Jeez. Made that call to deploy stop sticks at a busy intersection, the intersection of Fitzgerald and yeah, Lakes here's another, Road. Okay, that's something else. But yeah, that's crazy. This seventy-year-old woman did they really need to use that much force for this lady no, walking her dog? Like, why she didn't have a mask on? Is that the problem? Yes, yes. Well, I think the biggest problem was that she happened to be at the park when the protest was come, heading that way, and so the police wanted to remove any kind of potential support for protesters, and I, be, I believe also witnesses to how they're going to handle the protesters. Yeah, absolutely, um, and and they've been. I think, and they've well, been. I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't. I don't like conspiracies. I'm a technical person, so I've got to see things to to really. But I do believe. The, the reason this lady was arrested was they wanted to remove her because they were going to tackle the protesters and they did not want any kind of, you know, independent uh, witnesses to it. And you can see in the picture there, in the still picture in the background, there were people starting to collect and they were part of the protest. Yeah, she, probably, she was not. She, she probably said, oh, I'm not with the protest and they didn't believe her, not, right, because she didn't no, have a mask no. on or whatever. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. so it turns out you can't... In Australia for a long time, and it's still continuing, you can't be outside of your home without a reasonable excuse. So there have been people who have been arrested outside walking, eating on a bench, uh, sitting on the beach. So I want to go to this first clip. Uh, these elderly people are just sitting on a bench. They don't have masks on, and they're getting a visit by the uh, police. Yes. So she just screamed there, on what grounds am I under arrest? And then the yes. la lady cop said, for failing to give us your name and address because you're out the, during this uh, lockdown yeah. here. Yes, and the office, I don't know if you noticed, but one of the officers snatched her mobile out of her hand because he was standing behind her. Uh, one of them was recording what was happening and one of the officers was behind her and just snatched the mobile out of her hand. Oh my God. And again, it's got three, four, five, six cops, you know, it's just, it's crazy. Now you had sent me this one today. This just happened. A man was yep. on a bike and he was accosted by yes. a lady. Oh yeah, this is just another story. A guy who was eating uh, kebabs on a bench. Got a fine. No, you're not allowed to. No. Allowed to. no, no. <laughs> so you can only leave your home for four reasons: uh, grocery shopping, uh, getting medical treatment. Um, the other one is for caring, like if you've got, if you're looking after someone who's ill or elderly, um, and that's about it. I guess so. Uh, you're not allowed to. You can have exercise, but you can't stay in the one place, so you cannot sit. For example, as far as the other one, I was like, I don't know if you know the memes. Remove kebab. They should have been busy removing kebab <laughs> instead of the guy eating the kebab on the bench there. Yeah. Okay. So this just happened. A man on his bike, and he's accosted by a lady cop here. Yesterday. Yesterday. It's not even a cop. She's 
Yeah. He's a private security guard. Ah, okay. Exercising. No, you're not. What am I doing? You're not exercising. Where do you have any idea? I'm exercising. No, you're not, mate. What is it? What is riding a you're bike? You're riding a bike and you're standing here, you're stopping and you're filming it all. No, I'm not. not. I'm riding a bike. No, you're not, mate. I've got all the footage. You're stopping the whole time along here. That's not exercising. No, I'm not riding. Exercising is continuously going. Do you have any idea? Is that the rule? Is it continuous? Do you have yeah. any idea? And she, a cyclist has filmed all right, and so she's just happy to comply, though, taking orders from whatever globalist is telling her to treat people like this. Well, you know, you know, little power tripper. She's on a power trip. Yeah, exactly. She's on a power trip because a lot of the PSOs, which are personal protective officers, are, a lot of them are at Parliament, uh, but now they're being deployed across the state and they're hiring new ones as well. Um, and they've been given extra powers because of these extra laws that have been brought in. And so there are a few people now who've never had this kind of power. They really don't know how to handle the power they have. And didn't you also and, tell me, too, that the, the Andrews government there, Daniel Andrews, a leader, decided to use a private security firm that was owned, operated by Australian Aboriginals because they needed indeed, more uh, diversity, right? Indeed, indeed. And what's more, they were operating on an expired license but never mind that. Oh, um, they also There were also 5,000 travellers who never even went to quarantine. They flew into Melbourne and they were let go without getting tested because they refused. <sighs> so we've got 10,000 BLM marches, 5,000 travellers who were set free without any quarantine or testing. You've got a couple of thousand Extinction Rebellion, a couple of thousand refugee activists and of course you've got a certain demographic that has its its fest after its fast. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even know the word. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. Now this and is this is just a funny one. I want to slip in here. This is uh, in the UK. I thought this is what's going to happen in Australia. There's a man who's dressing up as a bush to go outside because of the hardcore <laughs> lockdowns. And I thought that <laughs> UK and Australia have a lot of similarities, <laughs> obviously, in the kind of system and, and everything. But just check this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Reach new extremes of how to sneak out. It's going to be you, Emma. <laughs> if anyone does it, it'll be me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is how crazy it is, you know. Just <laughs> to be able to go outside. It's brilliant. <gasps> He's bored, bored, bored. Now, I skipped one I wanted to show earlier. It was a uh, the woman at the beach. She was arrested during the lockdown, and I believe this is the pregnant lady that you were talking the about. Pregnant lady, yes. Yeah. She it was blood. Uh, um, um. Awesome music. <laughs> Move back! 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 Move back!
It, it almost seems like police are escalating things deliberately. I, because in a lot of these cases, I don't see any reason for why they would get so aggressive. It, it's just yeah. especially when it's like five cops on this one pregnant lady. Like chill, chill out. And what? Because they're on the beach, not social distancing and masks. That's the problem. Yeah, she wasn't wearing a mask. It's well, it's crazy. This happened recently, so we are allowed outside. I don't know what the police actually had an issue with, but I, I presumably it's it's not her not wearing it. But there were other people around not wearing a mask. Yeah, so why yeah. I guess they're going to get to those two ladies or something because they're getting in their well, face I, about it, you know. Well, by the look of those ladies, they they look like they might be Torres Strait Islanders yeah. or Marys, and we do have a problem with Torres Strait Islanders in Victoria. Yeah. Um, so maybe it was something else. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. It just seemed. Yeah, but I'm sure they'll cry racism, though, and then they'll probably get off the hook. But it's mostly white people that I see getting targeted with this, Most, by the way, in America, right. too. Now, here's I've another. Seen, Sorry, go on. I've never seen an African get arrested. I haven't either. I haven't either. They're out, out in gangs. They're breaking into homes. It's, they're still I've never seen one arrested yet. <laughs> Let alone for like five five cops like that on one guy. No. Oh, my God. They'd be crying about police brutality and racism and white supremacy. That's why they just don't even do it. They just let them off the hook. Meanwhile, there's guys having a barbecue who are being visited by the police or some footage. I don't know. He's kind of a silly Australian guy. You know, they take their barbecue yeah, serious. With his kids. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. having fun, kind of mocking what's going on or whatever. But he gets a visit by the police, too. So check this out. Oh, thanks, mate. That's fine. As for you, sir, I'm mm -hmm. satisfied that you are living at this restaurant. I don't live at this address. You don't live at this address? No. You live next door. Is no. there any way to prove that you live next door? Is that state your name? What's your name? My name's Marty. Marty, and you're so nice. <laughs> but I haven't committed an offence, so... All right, so this is how it's going to go, Marty. Okay. Unless you provide some sort of identification or state your name, and we can confirm it, you'll be arrested. Do you understand that? Okay, and what happens if I get arrested? We establish your name and your correct details, then you'll be released after that. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's what you're allowed to do under the health hospital. You're allowed to go and. Turn around, put your hands behind your back. Hmm? Oh. There you go. Guys, uh, seriously, you guys are the worst. That's fine. How dare you do this to Aussie? <laughs> yeah. How dare you do this? Uh, it's it's unbelievable. This guy get I mean these little power trippers. He's like getting in the face of his like uh, fellow Australian there because he's not showing ID. Like meanwhile, there's actual criminals being imported into Australia. Like you're saying, gang rapes and theft and all kinds of illegals coming in. But never mind that. Let's just let's go bother, harass, and ar arrest this guy who's being goofy at a barbecue. Doesn't give his ID. You know, I've noticed a pattern as well that normally you f you'll find police trying to calm people down to avoid confrontation. And what I'm seeing in Victoria is the other way. The people being arrested and their friends or whoever they're with are calling the police to be calm. It it's We've flipped roles. 
I wonder if they're getting they're getting orders for some reason to do that. Is yeah, it yeah, to intimidate yeah. people and in lie yes. or something? Yes, yes, yes. Now there's another one: woman arrested for being out on the street again without the ID. They're very hardcore about that right now about the ID. Now they can just, I guess, if it's lockdown, they can just come up to you and say, um, "ID, this please." Was a, this was a Russian lady and her daughter. They were standing. This is in. Um, Hoppers Crossing, I think, or somewhere there. Um, she was apparently standing on the street holding up some sort of signs about Russian politics. So whether she was targeted because of that mm. or whether yeah. she was targeted because it started with they were wearing masks. This is what I don't understand. They were wearing masks. Her and her daughter were wearing masks. Mm. Um why the police decided to target them, I cannot think. But they were holding up Russian signs, Russian political signs. There was something they didn't like. <laughs> I do sure. wonder whether that had something to do with it. Yeah. Because you won't be arrested if I confirm your ID. Yes, you are doing something wrong. You're out in, con in contravention of the COVID restrictions. All right. Well, I'm walking. Okay. All right. So I'll help. I still need to confirm your ID. And you're going to be under arrest. I'm not breaking the law. No, I believe you are, so I need to confirm your ID. How am I going to do that? No, you Mama's tell me. Car. You're the one being a smart ass about this. You tell me how I'm going to confirm your ID, or you'll be under so she just said it right there, COVID, I believe you're breaking laws, a, yes. a law about COVID restrictions. Like, yes. are you kidding me? Like, there's no one out there. Nothing is happening. It's one woman. How is she some me great menace to society and all these people are going to die because she's out there on the street holding a sign or whatever? The That's other crazy. thing I've noticed is the language being used by police. It never used to be this way. You know, the, the officer, they're saying you're being a smart yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, you're being a smart ass. She's like getting we're in her face about it. We're hearing more and more of that. And that, that again, it's actually against the code of conduct. I'm a contractor with the public, but even, even I have a code of conduct. And one of them is swearing and how we deal with the public. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed the the gutter mouth <laughs> police yeah. that are said to be, I, I, I'm quite, embarrassed by you, that yeah, usually they just speak in legal terms right or, or yes. state laws yes. but they don't actually yes. interact with people but now they're they're doing that more like egging on some fights or something exactly <sighs> escalating it deliberately i don't i it's now the the people being arrested and the people around them that are calling for calm and the police are the ones that are here hysterical it yeah, I, I definitely see that. And it's almost like they're seeking those kinds of police to hire right now and bring on. It's like this new world order police force, you know, they're only no, bringing in the cops that comply. In America, it's like that, too. They they, they find people who are, for instance, police or Trump supporters or support free speech or uh, other other things that are, are not far left. And they look for those cops and they like to fire them. So there's a specific kind of police they want to they want to hire right now, you know. Yeah, you know, I when when the Australian when the Victorian government started saying, oh, we're going to start recruiting police officers with degrees," I realised at that point that we're going to be in trouble because police officers with degrees are probably going to look down on the working classes. They're probably going to be on the left. Cultural Marxist, right? Getting a degree, yes. it's code yes. for Marxist. Yeah. This, you know, this started about fifteen years ago. But I remember at the time, my father is very, very political, even now, even at his age, 
And even he said, look, this is not going to end well because this is what happened in Hungary. Oh, Once you start yeah. recruiting police officers from a different class of people, uh, they're going to look down on the majority. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening in a lot of cases. It, you can really sense it. it. It's really tense around here when you go out. It's really tense if, if you see police anywhere. You can you notice that the mood changes. Uh, people get quite tense because you just never know what you've done wrong now. Yeah, it's like this new, uh, you're familiar, obviously, Bolsheviks. Bol- I, you always wonder, <laughs> how how could these Bolsheviks have turned on their own? Well, they, they weren't. <laughs> they didn't love the Russian people. Some of them were not no. of the Russian people. But exactly, they, right. they, they recruited people that were uh, in, indoctrinated into leftism and hated and resented their own people and were oh. envious and po- little power trippers. They're, they're like the worst of the people, you know. They are. And look, look, we can't deny that the Bolsheviks were Jews. Yeah, they were Nazi yeah. There's no denying that. Um, they, they conduct themselves the same way everywhere. Here's another. And, oh, sorry. Go on. Finish. And I think you know Marxism for them is like a religion. Oh, uh, yeah. You'll find a lot of the, a lot of them that are into it and are uh, religious in other ways. So they replace their religion with this. That's and it right. becomes a psychosis. That's right. Yes. And now now they are pushing that onto everyone else, this religion yes. of liberalism and, and Marxism. Yes. And you must serve and worship and bow to your knees to it. Otherwise, you're going to go to hell. They're going to put you in some kind of hell camp, you know. So here's a, a lady burning some masks. I know you said she's kind of a little loopy, but still, yes, <laughs> she may a, be eccentric, she's, but she's telling the truth. She's a, she's a witch and she's an exorcist, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Yeah, one of the good witches. Consent. Yeah. We, the Australian people, do not consent to forced mask wearing. To the Australian government, you can take your control and your fear-based evilness away. We, the people, do not consent to these draconian laws. Be they gone. I wish that worked. I know. I was just thinking the same thing. Could we we have a a big fire together and just like put all our energy focusing like the end to the system and these people? Yeah, that would be great. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should start trying, Emma, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, being Hungarian, I'm still in touch with my pagan roots. Nice. Um, You know, we, we retain that. It's part of our... Even though we're Christian, it's it's part of our culture. Oh, yeah, it's, it's still there. It's embedded in Christianity. It's still sure. there. Yeah. It's even part of official government symbolism. So it's not in the far. So we, we sort of look at this and we half believe it. We half sort of, I, I'm pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong with that. You know, we have to have our, our rituals and, and things to... To to make things happen, I think you have to put you have to put it out there and call for it and in, come into fruition. Now, I wanted to yes. also talk about their premier Victoria, who you had said earlier he basically wants lockdowns until there's a vaccine, and he's been yes, uh, very obscure about it. From his own mouth, yes, that's from his own mouth. Yes. Okay, let's hear that little clip. Terrifies me. Oh, oh, he playing. <laughs> Leadership is doing what is right. And whether I'm criticised or praised, that is not my concern. My concern is to find a COVID normal and lock it in until a vaccine arrives. And lock it in until a vaccine arrives. Yeah, and this va- this vaccine, what's what's going to be in it? You know, a lot of people have done a lot of shows about this and how spooky it is and the ingredients and, and all of that. So, I mean, there's a lot of people that are aware of 
this lie uh, about this vaccine and a lot of people that don't want to take it. So what are they going to do? Use the military to force force jab you, haul you off, well, make you take the shot? The, the federal government is currently seeking to give the military even more power. And right. the, uh, the federal government said a couple of weeks back, although the our Prime Minister Scott Morrison a couple of weeks ago stated that we can force people to take the vaccine. Uh, then he backtracked on that and said, no, well, we, we can't actually force them, but we can exclude. So in other words, if you don't take the vaccine, you may not be able to get a job, for example, that kind of thing. So it's coercion. Uh, this is at federal level. Yep. So you can see that there's really, that's my area there, by the way, that, that was my video. I, I went out and to show people how hard it is to just in suburbia. Yeah. This is suburbia. Uh, so so they can quite easily call in the military now. Uh, it's, it's, and, yeah. and it concerns me that they want, that it concerns me that they want, they're talking about enforcing this vaccine either, you know, with force or via coercion. It's almost like the new, it's, it's almost like, a, you know, Revelations talks about the mark of the beast. It's almost like that, that vaccine yeah. has the mark of the beast within it. And if yes. you don't take that vaccine, you can't be in the system, right? You can't fly. You can't have gatherings. Yeah, you can't travel. You can't work. You can't, I mean, that's, that's really scary when you think about it. I mean, is, that, is it already here this fast? So what do you that's think it. all of this is really about, all this COVID-19 madness? I mean, we know that 94 Four percent of uh, COVID nineteen deaths have had uh, underlying conditions, and that the, there's actually a survival rate of ninety nine percent. You know, the only people that are really affected by it are um, seventy five and and older, and even then, it's it's actually the survival rate's very high. And they've had other conditions uh, and are at risk for getting all these other things as it's always been. So, what do you think this is all really about? I've really, really tried to not take a left or a right view. I really have tried to understand and I I cannot think of anything other than, because who are, who are benefiting from all this? And it's the multinationals. It's the elite, it's the establishment, just like during the GFC, whilst we all sort of struggled, millionaires got richer. Um, and I do believe it is part of this globalist I don't, I don't know how they think they're going to establish this global government, but if you look at the UN's own side and you look at their policies, they make no secret of the fact that they have a new world order, you know, in mind. Um, and I think by impoverishing us via COVID lockdowns, we're losing our jobs, you know, we're losing our mental health and our will to fight. Uh, by impoverishing us that way and then by flooding us with the third world and forcing us to coexist with incompatible cultures, uh, and then, of course, there's, you know, race mixing. They're wanting to create drones, people who are too demoralised, too tired, too poor and possibly too dumb because there's been a dumbing down of education uh, to, to be compliant. I, I can't think of anything else because if this was just about protecting people from COVID, then what they would be doing is isolating the vulnerable and letting the healthy live live their lives, That's letting right. the health continue to work. If this was really about that, then it would be the vulnerable that would be isolated, not the healthy. It doesn't make sense. It only makes sense if you look at it from the perspective of, you know, 
national and then ultimately global governance. You look at all the global programs that we're all part of, the UN, you know, the WTO, the two, it just never ends. It's like this massive club of, of dictators and despots. Nobody elect. I didn't vote for anyone in the UN to tell me what I should do in Australia, but yet it does. That's right. Yet, I know. Yet it does. I, I think, so, sorry, go on. Yeah. No, no, you go. No, I think you're right about all that 100%. I think ultimately it is a globalist plot. And I think that European people are number one on the list that are enemy number one at this time, right? Because we stand in the way of their total control for many different reasons. I, I've done a video about this, uh, why they want to replace white people. That gets into this very uh, concept. I'll watch that. Yes. <laughs> But then don't think that all these other people, don't think that people in India aren't going to be next because they're targeted or uh, Asian people aren't going to be next or, you know, they're just going to go down the list ultimately until, you know, that's that's what communists do, right? Yeah. These people don't realize that. Yeah. These people. But I watched a video yesterday, um, a Democrat, uh, I think it was a Democrat from Orlando or Colorado, he was caught talking on video saying that um, this new election in the U.S., is a political revolution and he will do whatever it takes to win and if he doesn't he said uh the one percent are going to start disappearing randomly he also said that jeff bezos was first on his list now this is this is an antifa guy this this is a bloke on the left and he's now starting to threaten the elite that spawned him yeah, because Jeff also, Bezos is totally on their side. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well. So it's always a matter of time before they happen. Yeah. It was always a matter of time. and But a lot of people still don't, don't realise it. The problem with the West, especially the Anglo-West, I think, is that they've never been defeated. They've never been invaded. They've never had a foreign ideology impose its will over their people. And I think they imagine it will never happen. Yeah, because I, and I can understand why, because it's never happened. And, you know, why would you think it would? But there's a lot they can learn from Central and Eastern European history because it can and does. I'm pretty sure the Romans didn't think, you know, Alaric was going to march in there and destroy them and the Huns were going to raid them until they collapsed. It, 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 I think there's a lot of naivety in the West, especially the Anglo-West. Uh, because it is generally isolated. If you look at the European continent, these countries together, and you know they, they've had to. Board. The UK is sort of on its separate continent. You got the you got America on its own, and you got Australia on its own. So, and of course, further down under is New Zealand, and they're all sort of relatively on their own. They're sort of islands as such, mm-hmm. um, and so they've never had they've never seen this on their borders, and I can understand why they can't imagine it. Mm, but exactly. now look at now look at the immigrants pouring through the US border and look at the trouble Trump's had getting that wall up. Um, it's now coming home. They're now seeing it, but not enough people are seeing it. Yeah. And people like yourself, uh, countless names I could reel off, most people I follow, are getting censored. Oh, my. There was just another huge purge today on YouTube. Yeah. and. They use this excuse, well, it was QAnon, well, it was conspiracy, and then they're just going down the list. It's so many people from a wide variety of topics, but the one thing that they share is they're freedom-minded, they see that there's a globalist agenda, they're pro-free speech, and there's a lot of them, and those channels are very popular. One by one, they're knocking them all off the list, and of course, this is before an election is coming up. 
as well. Yeah. So and I'm pretty sure that Trump's going to win. <laughs> and then there, it's just going to go bananas here. There's probably going to be more like the BLM riots is nothing compared to what's going to happen, I think, if I Trump gets in. I going to say the left is going to lose its collective mind. I hope Americans are ready for it. And people don't know how bad it is. You know, we talk about communism and I'm, I'm saying communism 2.0. It's now merged with corporations and corporate America and corporate Australia. You know, that's why they're killing off the mom and pops. And it's like it's the Walmarts and the Targets and all that that are uh, happy to comply with this uh, new world order communist 2.0 version, you know. Uh, people you know, don't know how bad it is when it comes to censorship and uh, dissidents having their bank accounts closed and being iced out of the system. Like, it's already happening. And I think where the left ultimately wants to take it is, uh, well, like Australia, where they show up at your door for a wrong post. They already do that in UK and Germany and, and other places like America, too. They have kids posting memes. But eventually they'll turn want to turn off your electricity or your water or your Internet. You know, this is where this is going if people don't uh, fight back now. That's why it's good to see people protesting out in the streets. We need that, needing to test that limit and show those people where it is and how the system really hates them, like, aggressively. That's why we're now taking collective action and taking the Victorian government to the Supreme Court over the right to protest. So what's happening? Say that again. Uh, There's been a... We've taken collective action against the Victorian government. We're taking them to the Supreme Court over the right to protest because we're not allowed to protest against lockdowns. We're not allowed to protest against masks. We're not allowed to protest against anything. So with um, with Arby Yamini, I don't know if you've heard of him, uh, and um, Rebel Media, mm. uh, it's called, I think it's called Save Victoria, and we're, we're taking, I think the, I believe it was filed yesterday in the Supreme Court um, because it's just gone too far. Ironically, Victoria is the only state in the country that has a, a Bill of Rights. <laughs> it's the only state in the country that has a bill of rights wow. interesting yeah now yeah there's the other the other connection i've made is that i don't think i don't think what's happening in victoria is uh, necessarily an accident victoria is the only state in the country that has been signed up to china's one belt one road initiative Oh, and, and, and we've done shows, too, also on the Chinese influence in Australia and how they're buying everything yes. up and, and con, yes. coming in through the back doors, yeah. And Victoria's the only state that's actually signed up to it directly. And it was Daniel Andrews that did it. Hmm. And the CCP has been uh, advocating lockdowns and lock-ups and masks. No one's been more active in Victoria regarding, you know, locking people down than than you know, Chinese lobby groups. So I really honestly think that the Chinese have a... I don't think it's been an accident that communism has ridden in the West uh, just as the West opened the floodgates to China. Yeah. I don't think it's a coincidence. I think there's a there's a connection there as well. And do you also think, because a lot of people speculated, remember the early footage that we saw coming out of China and we were hearing about this virus and people were like throwing up blood and collapsing in the streets and all this stuff was happening and then it just kind of stopped. So some people yes. were, you know, questioning, is that some kind of a psyop? Was that all part of the plan to leak that out to the West to, to yes. create this whole thing in motion? Yes, yes, because if you look back on China, in fact, look at Asia overall, they've handled this relatively well. It's only nations where China has a huge hold that this is becoming hysterical. And it is, it's hysterical. There's no other way of explaining it. You look at the, um, I look at the Antifa 
riots and the BLM riots in the US, if if COVID was so infectious, why aren't those people all sick? That's right. Well, we know. <laughs> I mean, they straight oh, yeah. up, they straight up say on the yeah, news. Yeah. Well, well, we don't have to worry about that. I mean, that that's different because that that kind of protesting is actually important and necessary. But these uh, anti-lockdown protests now that's totally unnecessary and unimportant. But it just proves that the COVID is not as contagious no. as they say. No. I mean, there's no there is no pandemic. People aren't dying. People get a little cough and a sniffle, and it's it's done. Now we're like we're in flu season. Like it's it's over. You know, initially I supported. Initially I supported reasonable measures. Uh, I believe in democracy, but democracy can only work if the losing side agrees to cooperate. Uh, we we fled communism. I believe in democracy, so even though I did not vote for Daniel Andrews, I respected his position and I was going to comply. I always have. I'm I'm not an anarchist. But it started going too far, and then I started questioning why. And then, you know, the the China One Belt thing came out, and then I started looking at the propaganda coming out of China, and I thought, oh, this this is bigger than us. This isn't about COVID. This, if they were so concerned about COVID, it would be the vulnerable that'd be isolating, not not the healthy. Um, and I think Australian politicians also have a tendency to, after they leave politics to get consultancy positions in Chinese-owned corporations. So is Daniel Andrews going to benefit once he retires from politics? I wouldn't be surprised. Is the Bank of China going to be the one that bails Victoria out of massive debt and, you know, future generations will be paying them for hundreds of years? I wouldn't be surprised. And, I'm, you know, our politicians no longer represent us. They no longer care about the people. They they are owned by globalists. And they themselves, even our, conserv- our federal government is supposed to be a conservative party, but there's no such thing as a conservative party in Australia anymore. Even its oh, name no. is liberal. Even its name is liberal. It's yeah. not called the conservative party. It's called the liberal party. It's same in Europe and it's same in America. That's why we have uh, the, the, this other party coming out. It's old. It's called nationalism, <laughs> you know, because, uh, you know, in America, you've got the two party system. Australia is pretty much the same, right? The, it's the two party system from what, from what I understand. You can have these little parties that arise, but nothing really comes out of it. Do you know it. what? It's not even a two party system anymore as of the last election, as far as I'm concerned, because what happened was last election when the current government was running for they have we have a preferential system here in australia so if you vote for whatever party it's more complicated this but i'm just going to keep it simple uh if you vote for someone that you who if you vote for and you vote doesn't they don't get elected it's it goes to another person and each party can nominate a preference so if they don't get the vote who do they prefer to get the vote instead and the so-called so-called conservative liberal party that's an oxymoron. Uh, preference labour. So yeah. there, it's partnership. We no longer have two parties. It's a no. duopoly. Yeah, that's right. And, and they're in. Oh, and Labor also signed a pact with the Greens <laughs> under the Gillard government. So Labor is really the. It's really it should be really called Labor Greens, and the Liberal Party should not call itself Conservative. It should it should tell people it's it's Liberal as its name suggests. And when when the Prime Minister Scott Morrison preference Labor in the last election, I started sending a meme around saying, welcome to communism. Yeah, it is. And people because think... That, 
people laugh oh ho, ho, they cuz they they see like they see Russia, right? They say Eastern Europe. They remember that. But we have to remember, like, this is a, a new version, a new and improved version of communism, right? I think there's going to be, I think, I think the problem with this version of communism is that there's a lot of racism. Towards white people, the, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, because this version of communism didn't originate from Europeans or, mm. or from white people. This has come from China. Yeah. And when Hong Kong was leased by the British for 99 years, after it ended in 1994 and 1995, um, suicide rates in Hong Kong soared because property prices plummeted. And China must have been very resentful towards the British government or Britain. What it's doing now is it's going around leasing ports in countries like Australia for 99 years. That's right. That's That's not by accident. That's a long time. That's not by accident. That is them getting some sort of revenge. It's them saving faces. It's some sort of, and I, I can understand, you know, why they would feel that way. But we are not the regenerations responsible for what happened then. Um, it, it, take Hungary and Russia, for example. You know, we, we had a contentious thing. We, we had a revolution. Lasted only a few days. We're the only country on earth that celebrates the revolution we lost. But never mind. The point is, you know, <laughs> we, we did have that. But we don't have this race race thing going on. Mm-hmm. And you'll yeah. see a lot of Europeans, you know, that they've got long histories of war and what, and, you know, they'll, they'll tease each other, but they don't have this race thing going on. Mm-hmm. But once you bring in communism from China, there's a race element added to it. And the CCP in Australia uh, funds a lot of universities here, um, pretty much everywhere. Which is funny because the, the Chinese communists, I mean, they're ethnically homogenous over there. So they have an ethno-state communist yeah. hybrid, but they're using all this anti-whiteness and uh, yes. I mean, elites in general stoking just anti-whiteness and racial divisions because it's almost like it's the new proletariat, right? It's the new class yeah. that they can charge, the new permanent underclass, right? Non-white yeah. people. And they can flog yes. white people with this and get their way. And of course, you know, we, we know we're the other groupies. Are we allowed to say it on? Is yeah, this going yeah, to yeah. Be on? No, it's you, <laughs> could, you could say it. We're not on YouTube anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we know that the other group is, of course, the, the Zionists. Yeah, Israel in particular is pushing. Oh yeah. Uh, so you know there are a couple of things coming together. It's not just the one thing, um, and I think the ultimate goal is to destroy the West, mm-hmm. especially white people. That's right. Because I think I think our elite have looked at the Middle East, they've looked at Asia, and they've seen how the elite live there because they live a very opulent lifestyle. And our elite want that for themselves, but they can't have that with white people because Mm-mm. we challenge it. We, we ask too we many questions. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we want to educate our children and we ask, you know, we want. And so the, the only way to defeat us is, is to water us down and ultimately eliminate us. And I... I'm not a white supremacist as such. Of course not. But I believe but I believe it's true. I do believe that's what it's it's that's what the ultimate goal is. They don't want white people around. No, they don't. It's perfectly clear. I mean, we talk about that every day on our shows. <laughs> we play the <laughs> clips. We get banned for pointing it out. It's clear that it's yes. the, it's the agenda yes. of this uh, new yes. world order. And speaking of that, I did you see this clip? Yes, well, it, it, yes, yes. Let's, let's it. play it. Went, that. Did the rounds. <laughs> It's almost like his program is running. 
But at the moment, uh, what I'm seeing as Health Minister is uh, a level of apathy, a level of complacency. Um, I understand that, but I'm not happy about it. I'd also say this, the other area of uh, danger uh, is the place that we would normally consider to be the safest place on earth, our homes. Uh, you've already heard today that uh, one of, uh, or a number of the people who've actually uh, uh, now got the virus got it in a home situation. And we'll hear more detail about that in due course. But it is uh, both a safe place and a dangerous place. We must treat this uh, new world order, new, this new world of COVID, we must treat this new world of COVID, even in our own homes, with a high level of care and caution. Can I ask all... And I remember Henrik and I were saying, oh, okay, so now, now they need to be in our homes because our homes are dangerous too, this uh, health minister is telling us, right? Now, this is... He's done this twice, so here's the other... Well, your event. So you can expect that we will have transmission uh, from time to time, and that's just the way it is. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. The new world order. The new world order. Yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's no secret. But you know, now that you've brought that up, the woman standing behind him in the first clip. The one doing is this? Called... <laughs> No, the other one. Yes, yeah. yes, the one. Be, yeah, the first. Yeah, that's that's, and I can't. I'm going to have to apologise. Her name is Gladys Berejiklian. I can never say it. It's Berejiklian. Um, she had an affair with a man, a, a member of parliament called Daryl Maguire. It's a big thing right now here in Australia. It, she is the premier of New South Wales currently. Gladys Berejiklian is the current premier of New South Wales. She had an affair with a, a man called Darren Maguire. And Darren Maguire is currently facing ICAC, which is an anti-corruption commission. And he has openly said that he was running a private business from parliament, selling visas to Chinese foreign oh, nationals. Oh, jeez. And access to the highest, to people in the highest office of the land. That yeah. was her boyfriend at the time. Yeah. This is the state premier. So that we're talking about New World Order, we're talking about the communist Chinese influence and there's the lady in charge of New South Wales, her boyfriend, she had an affair with him for five years and he, yes, there she is. Very she is. interesting. Very right. So interesting. again, China is behind it. It's there. It's always there. Wow, that's, it's always there. that's great. And these are the people who are going and arresting, you know, or, or giving the orders and liking it when these preg yes. pregnant housewives are being arrested for a Facebook post. Yes. It's always yes. amazing. It's always it's like here too. It always comes out this massive corruption or pedophilia or sex trafficking of kids. You know these politicians, but we're the problem because we talk about things on YouTube. You know, it's amazing. Simply, it's amazing. the first time I've heard of a an elected MP admitting to running an office from within parliament, selling access to people at the highest office in, in the land and selling visas to Chinese foreign nations, to anyone. It, he ran it from within parliament. It's appalling. How is he not thrown out already? Well, he is. He was. He's ex, he's okay. an, he had to resign. He's now in front of a anti-corruption okay. committee. Yeah, it's the hearing is running now as I speak. So jail. Uh, but I, I don't know that he'll ever be locked up or punished in any meaningful way. Every now and, and then they probably throw one to the wolves because they all do it. Yeah, you know, sometimes yes. one just gets caught. Yes, but this this is I'm absolutely shocked. He was running it from Parliament House from, wow. from his own. It's just incredible. It, well, he I, probably could because they're all a bunch of corrupt people around him, so he can get away with it. You know, it's it's amazing. Yep. And so. She, 
we're we're on our own. Our governments are corrupt from Australia to America to Sweden. Like it is corrupt. We have the same virus affecting us in, in all of our countries. I think the one message that we have to learn here is to prepare, you know, to create create our own communities. We have to move forward thinking in terms of a parallel society uh, while all this madness continues. And we might have to because we're going to be iced out of this system. So we're going to have to rely on each other and basically start building the future society right now parallel to I've, this uh, train wreck. I've been quite, quite vocal about that and I, I'm running out of lives on Twitter. I've completely run out of lives on YouTube because I've been saying the same things. And I think what they're doing now is they're targeting people like myself as well, even though I don't have a huge following. But I'm a very I'm a very outspoken immigrant. I, I, I believe in assimilation. When an immigrant comes to a country, um, it is the onus is on them not the other way around, uh, to have some respect and some humility. And so I, I tend to speak out when I see other immigrants saying or doing things that are disrespectful because, I, you know, how dare you? This country gave you refuge yeah. and, and look what you're doing. I mean, you shouldn't, you don't deserve to be here. And so what's happening is I'm being targeted because of that. Uh, I think that's what it is. But I've been saying the same to Australians here that you really, really need to now, you know, develop your own communities, teach your children, you know, teach your children their culture, their history, because there's none of that being taught at school. Nope. None of it. And how are your children going to be proud of their culture and heritage when they don't know what it is? That's right. Well, you are, people say, what's Western culture? And people can't answer it. They can't answer it because their parents and their grand, grand, grandparents never taught them what it was since it wasn't important because at that point they weren't under threat. That's right. And then they go to school and learn you don't have a culture and That's everything it. you have is stolen and yes. your ancestors are evil. So you need to just get out of the way and die already. You know, That's what they yes. hear. Yeah, but, you know, I say to people say, well, what's Western culture? And I just say, look around you, technology, science, medicine, you name it. That's all Western culture. Without them, we'd still be living in, you know, in the dark ages. Yeah, that's the world culture. is so immersed in white culture, they don't even realize they don't, no. <laughs> like how much white culture they live in, you know. They don't. They don't. Yeah. Um, and they they come to these, you know, to our countries, all these countries, and, and they're more racist and, and, and imperialist than anyone else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we have a lot of trouble here in Melbourne with African gangs. Uh, Sydney has trouble with Muslim gangs. Um, there are no-go areas in Sydney. The government and the police will not admit it, but there are. I don't, I don't know if you watched Lauren Southern. She was here with Stefan. I did uh, see some of that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And she tried to walk through Lakemba in Sydney and the police turned up and told her to leave um, because she's not Muslim and she's a white girl. Um, and you know that the police are denying it, um, just as they deny we've got an African gang problem here in Victoria. But it can't be hidden anymore. It's too obvious. But here's the thing: they live off of the Australian people, just like uh, most of these migrants that come to Europe. And without us, a lot of them won't even have food to eat. And I think that once that welfare system crumbles, because it will crumble eventually, here it's not going to last forever. Uh, I don't know how, how much they're going to want to hang around. Maybe they'll finally want to go back home. I don't know. This can go down in a variety of ways. But I just wanted to give a shout out to all our Australian listeners and, and tell them to connect with Emma because we actually have a lot of Aussie listeners and people down in New Zealand. And so I wanted to give you guys some love and just say we didn't, Kiwi, don't forget Kiwi's about right. you. I What's that? Kiwi. 
Yeah, yeah, and Kiwi right. friends too. And so hopefully yeah. you guys can uh, all start connecting and, and building more community. Com- community. I know I always like to make fun of that because <laughs> uh, there are a lot of good folks, still a lot of good, wild, free spirited, uh, smart, capable, knowledgeable people down in Australia and New Zealand. It's it's not all lost, and we have to remember that because I talked. We talk to people all the time, like people that live out in the countryside, uh, people that aren't active online, uh, people that just aren't very political, but they see what what is going on. You know, so some. Sometimes we have this illusion. We see, oh, oh my gosh, it seems like 70% of people are supporting this. But there's a lot of people who don't. I, I was remembering, too, in America, it's like, what is it? How many people, not even half the population votes in America? Australia is probably the really? same way. It's the, no, no. Well, it's compulsory. Voting is compulsory. Oh, here, it the is results, there. Okay. But the results don't matter because they keep changing our leaders without our permission. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, in the last 10 years, we've not had a single prime minister that lasted longer than about a year. <sighs> yeah, I, so, it seems like every time I check it's someone new. And so I'm like, who's the prime minister yes, of Australia? Their, their own party replaces them. You know, our deep state here is called the cabinet and it's a secretive um, get together of the the party members, not necessarily all elected MPs. But, yeah, it's the cabinet. That's that's our deep state here in Australia what Americans would call a deep state. Uh, Julia Gillard once referred to them as the faceless men. And it's the deep state that make the decisions. We didn't vote for any of those people. Oh, jeez. So when our, you know, our prime minister gets replaced, it's by those people. So much corruption, so much corruption. Yeah. The sooner yeah. that it falls, the better. I mean, yeah. how long is this going to continue? I mean, ultimately, these systems always always fall. I mean, they can be powerful and do a lot of damage for a while, but it's like just like communism and the red terror and all that. I mean, it can't last forever. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I just really want to encourage older people to, because I'm hearing a lot from them saying, well, what can I do? You know, I'm too old. And I just really want to encourage older people to not do that. You know, get involved with your grandchildren's lives again and teach them and become active don't just say i'm too old for this because baby boomers and gen xers we are responsible for what is happening and so we cannot afford to just sit back and say well i'm too old now this is this is not the time to do that mm-hmm. you know you need to you owe it to your kids and your grandkids and your great grandkids you need to fight don't sit at home and say i'm too old to go on the street don't do that go out there and do it i can't at the moment because of my work but you know i'm, I'm hopefully be retiring and i'll have more freedom you know later on uh my kids are safe but i can see other kids are not um, and people really, really need to start waking up and saying, well, look, you know, I can sit here and say I'm too old or I can sit here and do something about it. Sitting there, you know, decoding conspiracy theories all day isn't going to help anyone. <laughs> Certainly do that, inform yourself, get educated, but that's not going to be the thing that helps. You know, get out there and be active, but get out there and vote and get out there and inform your children, your grandchildren, teach them because... If you don't, they will lose everything. Just like my country did, they will, Poland ceased to exist at one stage. Yeah, it, you really, older people need to wake up. Yeah, they definitely. Are too, and especially, are, you know, 
Especially when they're retired, what do you have to lose? When, when you know, you're getting your pension now, that's going to be safe for most people. <laughs> like you have your retirement, what do you have to lose? Speak up, speak out, and exactly. Teach your children and your grandchildren and stay on them about it. Educate them about the history and the reality of, of things that actually happened and teach them where things went wrong and teach them uh, about their own heritage and their, their family and where they come from and tell them their story. I'm always amazed at how many grandparents don't do that they don't do that um this and is it's, like it's, are they lazy I, I don't i don't know what is it um i think it's two things it's their own children have been brainwashed in school through the education system and their own children have been taught to be ashamed of themselves and ashamed of their culture so when the grandchildren come along the their parents don't teach them because they're ashamed and then grandma and granddad are too scared to do it and then because the kids was, are like, oh, it, my old, my grandparents, you know, my yeah. old, old racist grandpa or whatever, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. whereas so people like myself who, well, I'm extremely close to my father. So it, I guess it's it's easy for me to say that because I'm very close to my father. And so I kept my son very close to him. Um, and my stepdaughters are, are very close to him because, you know, their father passed away. So he's he's their father figure. And, you know, it's a very, it's really difficult right now. Father's got uh, stage four lung cancer and liver Sorry. cancer. Um, and we've been in lockdown for seven months and he can't see his beloved grandkids. Oh, geez. It's, yeah. These might be his last few weeks or months alive and I don't know if he'll be out. It's terrible, Anna. It's terrible what they're doing to people. And But the reason we're close is because I made sure that our culture is not forgotten. And at the same time, we adapted Australian culture because the two can coexist. Of course. I don't believe and in it's all, and it's No, but European, there is a shared European, European values and cultures. That's, that's why you're right. able that's to blend right. into Australia so that's well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people never even realise they've got Hungarian living next door because we are so, you can't tell really. Um but my, my son knows our history. My stepdaughters know their Irish history because I made sure they do. Um, and people really need to do that. And when they're not doing that, they need to get out there and, and do things physically in the real world, whether it's pamphlets, whether it's volunteering, you know, with various political groups. There are groups. Yeah, that's right. Sitting on Twitter isn't going to do it. I can't do it at the moment because of my job, but I will be. Because yep. after that, I'll be free. People need to do that because it is the prior generations that took us here in the first place. I have a huge sense of, of responsibility. We owe it. I, yeah, we owe it to I our really children. You, you owe it to your grandchildren. And we have to get to a point where we don't let our kids get to the point where they are susceptible enough to be programmed. So when they get to school, they're already wearing the armor of truth. So no matter what they throw at your kids, they have a shield to bounce off all these lies and propaganda. That's what needs to happen. Because what happens now is parents and, and grandparents, they don't teach their kids, they don't teach their grandchildren the truth about things. They don't arm them with these truths, right? These basic truths to uh, shun off some of these lies. Then they get to school and they think oh they see the light their marxist professor taught them this and that and that and that instead we should be warning them hey you're gonna learn and you're gonna hear this and you're gonna hear this and this and this and it's all bull crap and here's why <laughs> right Doc, you know, indoctrination is very very powerful i spent my first eight years in hungary and you know the indoctrination i remember it and it can instill the fear of god in you 
and it can really make you believe that you know America is evil. It, you really, it's very, very powerful. So I understand why it's worked. I mean, Western history is, is being completely twisted anyway. So you know. Oh yeah, of course. And now if you uh, try and set the record straight about any of those things, because the way I look at it, the globalists today who talk about history are the revisionists we're just trying to talk about the accurate <laughs> history that actually happened based on records and people's accounts and things like that you know but some people are sitting in prison right now in germany for questioning you know the h word and events that happened there i mean it's out it's outrageous oh it's the same here it's a crime here as well oh it is huh i think it must be a crime just about everywhere i think I, i'm i'm not 100 sure not america I'm yet but they're working on that so yeah, it comes under hate speech laws. We've got a young man who, um, I don't know if you've heard of him, his name is Blair Cottrell. He, yeah. He, okay. And, you know, he's, he's and I, I so get where he comes from. This is his country. Um, it's been forced down his throat, especially Islam. He particularly hates Islam. And he pretended to be head of pillow. And he was charged with some of the you know, most powerful acts, and I can't remember what the actual charge was. But what's happened is that if you look at who's behind the legislation, who's pushing it, it's not, not so much Muslims as it is the other group. Of course. Yeah, they're the ones with the power. It's about who has the yes. power. Yeah, I think yeah. Islam's just being used as a tool. You know, they're not well, the ones Hungary, with the power. When Hungary was invaded by the Muslims, the Ottomans, the, the two groups that came with them were the Jews and the Gypsies. Mm. and it got to the point where Hungarians were a minority in their own country. Um, oh, it's happening you know, again. Well, yeah, not in Hungary, you know, that, though, but, yeah. That, that's, you know, that's actually in the history books. You can see it on Wikipedia. It's not a, you know, my, <clears throat> and that's what's happening. This is what I'm seeing happening in the West. And when the Ottomans marched in, the finance behind them was the Jewish finance, mm. not the Ottoman, not not the Muslim finance, yeah. and that's what you're seeing in the West right now. That's why the Jews were, you know, expelled from uh, Spain. Mm -hmm. That's right. right. So, and we're seeing this play out in the West right now. It's it's amazing and, how it's a history just keeps repeating itself. It's like we're caught in this cycle, and it just keeps happening. It's like, how do we make this stop? Why does humanity? Why does humanity never learn? I mean, did multiculturalism work for Rome? No. Mm. Because we didn't live through it. The people alive today didn't live through it, and they're not taught these lessons. Again, it goes back to that, you know. We're not doing proper record-keeping, or maybe those libraries are getting torched and burned, and YouTube is censoring all the record-keeping that we're trying to do today, right, for archival purposes to teach people, like, what, where things went wrong and how to prevent it. So that's a big part of the problem. So, again, it's up to us, right, through a word history, of mouth and teaching. History won't be kind to these people. It won't be kind. Yeah, um, I was speaking to a young man from the Netherlands the other day, and he he had migrated from Russia to the Netherlands, and he was saying that they're thinking of going back. Um, I remember. Yeah, when oh Putin, my God, Russia is probably is better than the Netherlands today. Too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I remember when Putin told um, Theresa May that Russia is currently more democratic than the UK, mm. and I had to laugh because I I agree. I, yeah. I think you know, the UK is an absolute disaster. Oh, I'd rather live in Russia any day than England. Are you yeah. kidding? Yeah. I just, it's ter It's really heartbreaking because, you know, I've worked in England and I've got a lot of English friends and 
I learned the English language. We didn't have schools when we came here. You had to learn on your, on the fly, on your feet. And I learned through literature, through books. I'm a huge Dickens fan, a huge classics fan. And so, you know, I carry Britain in my heart because I have connections there, personal ones. And it really, it makes me so sad. And always oh, thought, we're also part of the Commonwealth. Australia's part of the British Commonwealth. So we do have, you know, a, a political tie as well. Um, and culturally, I think we have more in common in many ways with the British, um, especially historically. So it really, it really hurts to see the British people um, being called a nation of immigrants uh, and, and, you know, being repressed. Lies, lies. And you know what? It's not over. There are some good people over there doing good work, like Laura Towler, Mark Collette. Yes. There's a yes. new breed yes. of young people rising out of there. So, again, it takes us back to the, the young people are the future. Communists know this. That's why they try to brainwash the minds of the young. And it's up to us to teach the young and have lots of kids. That's one thing. A lot of lefties aren't having lots of kids. People on our side are starting to have lots of kids and having lots of kids. So that's good because they are the future. But Emma, I wanted to thank you for your time today. It's been fun getting to know you. And it's sad hearing what's happening in Australia. But uh, we, can't, we can't give up. There's still so many good folks down there. And this no, is, it's far from over, right? Far from over. Don't give up. Thank you for listening, for supporting, and for being there. Let's connect, let's build our community, and let's be the future. There is no other option. See you guys on the next one.